What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Week 12, one game left. The Ravens against the Rams. I don't even know if it's a good game or not. I'm not sure. We'll delve into that game later on in our show. But let's get through the games of yesterday. And I think they've got to be some surprises. I, I think I look at this game, look at it and go, there are definitely some shocking outcomes. Games that didn't go the way we expected. Some things did. Some things didn't. And we'll break them down. Plus some news and notes. A couple of people uh, hit a concussion protocol. A couple of guys are done. A couple of guys, it looks better. So why don't we just start with fantasy news and notes, and then we'll break down the action. How about that? Okay? Right now, Panthers fear that Don Terry Poe tore his quad. Ouch. That's not good. Panthers already have a bad run defense. Now without Poe, it could get uglier. Oy. Chase Edmonds returns to practice on Monday. I don't know what happens here. Do we expect to see Kenyon Drake lose time? I don't think so. But maybe David Johnson's done at this point. Maybe if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I just want to see Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake play. That's all I want to see. All right, good news if you're a Chiefs fan. Or if you're a fantasy owner, Andy Reid says he's optimistic about Tyreek Hill returning against the Raiders. And he said that LaShawn McCoy is not in the league's protocol. No info on Damian Williams. I'm just going to give you a guy. I think Daryl Williams makes an impact. Between now and the end of the fantasy season, I think Daryl Williams makes the impact. 
I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like McCoy at all. I've never liked McCoy. All right, Rashad Penny. Wow, what a game yesterday. Pete Carroll said, we're going to try to get him in there. There's no reason not to get him back in there. You think, Pete? Seriously, you think? Good call. All right, Vic Fangio says no decision's been made on Drew Locke. I'll tell you the decision on Drew Locke. When he's ready, he plays. When he's not ready, he doesn't play. Right? Now, for the New York football giants, Jabril Peppers has been diagnosed with a transverse process fracture. I never like to hear the word fracture. Um, Peppers is going to go on the IR. What a great trade. Just great job by Gettleman. Just an outstanding general manager. I love this guy. I just can't imagine hiring a better person. He is just astute. And if you believed any of what I just said, you're insane. Golden Tate in concussion protocol. Oh, man. The Giants just can't get lucky. Right? First, they don't have Sterling Shepard. Then they don't have Golden Tate. I think it happened on that play where he caught a touchdown because he got whacked. The only good news, and this is just from me speaking, is that I do have Darius Slayton in the league. And, you know, Darius Slayton uh, has more value when uh, Tate or Shepard gets injured. Boom. Carson Wentz, day-to-day with a bruised right hand. That happened when he tried to tackle the defensive lineman. Dude, you're a quarterback. Let somebody else tackle the defensive lineman. Uh, Lane Johnson expects to clear concussion protocol on Tuesday. Dan Quinn says Devonta Freeman will practice this week, but it's a short week. They play New Orleans on Thanksgiving night. So I would tell you, I would have said this, 100% Freeman would have played if this is a Sunday game. As this is a Thursday game, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it. Um, Jerry Jones is paving the road to fire Jason Garrett. Not that he needed to pave any road. But he was talking so much smack after the game. The coaching staff was the problem. I don't know if the coaching staff was a problem. Coaching staff has been a problem for years. Let's not just say it was a, a problem against the Patriots. They are a terrible coaching staff. Jason Garrett is one of the worst coaches in the NFL. And the only thing that makes me sick to my stomach is that the Giants supposedly have interest in Jason Garrett if he's let go. Watch. Jerry Jones is going to get rid of Jason Garrett and he'll get a draft pick from the Giants. That's, how, that's what the Giants will do. Oh, we love Jason Garrett. We can get him now. Let's give up like a fourth-round pick. Great idea. Yeah. Something stupid like that. I wouldn't, give you a, I wouldn't give you a box of Krispy Kreme donuts for Jason Garrett. I'd much rather have the donuts. Much rather have the donuts. They're way more interesting to me than Jason Garrett. Who, by the way, he's got a really good team. Can't do anything with it. Right? But when Stefan Gilmore shuts down Amari Cooper... With a zero, a big fat zero, you're not winning any games. Right? All right. So when you see Ross Travis assigned by the uh, the mighty Colts, you know what that means? That means that Eric Ebron's done. Ian Rappaport saying Eric Ebron will place on injured reserve. Jackie Doyle's a starting tight end. Mo Ali Cox will be more involved. 
Mo Alley actually flashed for a little bit last year. Flashed ever so slightly. Maybe he's uh, can flash again in the standard league. But losing Ebron's big. The only thing I could say about this is if T.Y. Hilton's back, that'll you know make it a little better. But Ebron wasn't getting the ball, and then he went to Frank Reich and said, dude, throw me the football. And then he started to see a lot of targets recently. But uh, supposedly he has to have surgery on both ankles. So can't say he's a guy I'm dying to pick up next year. I don't know. I, I've never been. Actually, I'll take that back. I was an Ebron guy. I really liked him coming out of North Carolina. But what he was was more athlete than player. Then he finally played well. And then it's all gone downhill ever since. Right? This year he has been a big, big letdown. Can't tell me that Ebron's done what you thought he'd do. He's a guy I never feel great about drafting either. It's like Ebron. Eh, I don't feel great about that. I always feel better about Jack Doyle because I think Doyle's a better catcher of the football. But Ebron's always a better guy in, in the standard league because he catches you know, touchdowns, which Doyle seldom does. Seldom. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start breaking down the games, what I liked, what I didn't like, who played well, who didn't play well. We'll look at it for review purposes and also moving forward purposes because we're going to week 13. It is critical time before the playoffs. You don't win a week 13. You might not even make the playoffs. We'll start discussing when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Hannah Storm and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, you can call me Dr. Roto. Not Al, even though it's a very good song. So, by the way, I'm looking at some article here, and I'm not even joking when I say this. Do you know Dave and Buster's? Sean, you know David Buster's? Do they have a Dave and Buster's up north? Of course they do. Okay, so the Dave & Buster's here opened down in Fort Myers, I would say, less than a year ago. Okay. Okay? Nice place for the family, you think? Nice place for kids? Yeah, for kids, yeah. You happy about that? Yeah. 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 What happened? 20 what health happened? violations. Ugh, no, I don't go there to eat, though. Fruit trays at the bar <laughs> were not properly covered. <laughs> Fried onions were held at improper temperatures. Employees were observed handling food with their bare hands. Additionally, a certified food service manager was not on duty. And some employees did not have proof of state training. That's not. Good. I am not letting my kids eat there anymore. Don't go there. Don't. No, no, play don't video games and what have you, but no, don't eat there. I don't know. Why can't they have like better food at places like that? I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, you ever go to those places? It's always like the worst food handled yes, by people much. that you, you do, like. You don't they trust. Look like felons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. You know, I'm like, come on. I mean, all, all, I don't ask for much. Can you just put on a glove in the kitchen? Seriously. Do, do you go to like um, Subway, right? You go to Subway. Ha, have you yeah. been to a Subway? They handle your food yeah. with gloves, but then they type on the uh, cash register, right? That dirty yeah. cash register in the same gloves and then use them again. Sean, you don't want to go to Subway with me, dude. I am oh, really? their worst nightmare. <laughs> Before they even go, I make them clean the entire board. Oh, wow. I then, see I make them clean the, then I make them clean the knife. Because, you know, they cut the same knife with yes, like, everything that's yes, been on they it. Do this. I make them clean the I make them clean the knife because I won't I don't even know what's been on that knife. God knows what's been on that knife. Exactly. And then I make them put on fresh gloves before they even yes. touch my sandwich. They, they need to have fresh gloves because they handle money with those gloves. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like money's dirty, dirty. So it's, <laughs> Filthy. it's a nasty. It's the net. But, you know, also the board where everybody else's food has been. Why yeah. do I want the, my, touching? I don't, I don't want my near. So, so when I come in, there, I'm like, you got to clean everything. You know, it's another. And then I go, I'm, yeah. I'm allergic to everything. I <laughs> do you ever see when like the food like uh, goes onto the table, like, like like the board, and they throw it back into the pot? That's not. Good I either. know. That's not right. good either. It's, it's like not, no, it's throw it wrong. away. Throw it away. <laughs> Right, I'll and then if it back. doesn't look right, I'll go. I'll go. I, or they'll give you that green-looking tomato. I'll be like, I don't want that one. I want the other one. 
I'm telling you, go with me there. You, you'll be like in shock. Do you, ever, wait, do you ever go to like a pizzeria and they give you like the middle slice? Like, no, no, I want the end. I want the end. What do you give yeah, me the middle for? Uh-huh. No, you know what happens with the pizzeria, when, what I used to do? If I saw like two slices left, I go, when's the next new one coming out? <laughs> I've done that before too. Yeah, I'm a pain. Because I never take that last slice. You don't know how long that sucker's been there. You don't Correct. know. Hey, wait, wait can, I, can I say this? When I go to Dunkin' Donuts, that's why I always tip. If I go to the same Dunkin' Donuts every uh, like like day, whatever, because I want right. the fresh pot of coffee. I don't want the coffee that's been sitting there for a while. Right. No. Look, a, a little tip, a good tip goes a very long way, dude. Exactly. They know you. They like <laughs> yep. you. They'll make sure you. They'll be like, oh, I'll get you the fresh pot in the back. Right. Like today, like today I had to wait three minutes for a fresh pot, but I was thankful that. They were considerate to, to give me the fresh pot, so that was good. Worth every minute, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm a little crazy, dude. When I go, if, if I don't like how it looks, I won't, you know, because... People say I'm high maintenance, healthy. though. Oh, dude, I'm the highest. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so picky. <laughs> like, like, do you ever order an appetizer and, and send it back? I do that all the time. Like, if I don't like it, I'm like, nah, this wasn't good. I want this one. <laughs> that... No, the only time I send People are like, oh, they're going to spit your food. Bad. I was like, no, 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 no. They're not no. going to spit your food because these people are professionals, all right? <laughs> you know? No, I don't... Well, I do believe that, though. They do spit your food. But I don't, <laughs> I don't do it for, for bad food. I do it if it's cold. Okay. Like, don't bring yeah, me out cold right. food. Right, <laughs> that's just a no-no. I'll eat bad food and I won't like it. I'll never go back. But why should you oh, pay for that though? If you don't like what you're eating, like you know what? Well, here, here the you customers go. On Saturday right. night, yeah. on Saturday night, my wife and I go to this place called Marlin's Brew House. Okay, and it's next door to this place called Chronic Tacos. So we go in there, and I decide that we, we order a pretzel that we're going to share, and then I get something from the Marlin's Brew House menu. I get like these biscuits and chicken, and she gets a burrito. Okay. Her burrito comes out in literally one minute. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> right, it comes right, out right. in one minute. Okay? I know where you're going. Then we're waiting about 10 or 15 minutes for the pretzel. Finally comes out. And for some reason, my thing does not come out for 40 minutes. Oh, that's bad. At this, That's bad. At this point, I look at my wife. I go, do you want to just leave? Because I'm good with leaving. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'll I'm eat something you. at home. She's like, no, no, you ordered. I'm like, seriously, we could just go. But I mean, we waited 40 minutes for it. And then when the food came, it wasn't that good. And at that you. point, I, I almost went you know, crazy where I, go, where I go to the manager and say, look, I waited 40 minutes, but I just didn't do it. We just wanted to leave. And we were like, we're never coming back. Here. No, but you should do that, though. You should go to the manager. I've been in that situation before where uh, not in the, that, that same situation, but I've ordered and like, people like, ordered after me, got their food first. Right. And I'm just like, you know right. what? I don't even want the food at this point. Like, I- I'm not staying here. Like, even if it's good food, like, I- I'm leaving. Like, you don't do that. Yeah. And I've gotten to, like, arguments before with people and just left. They got my money back because of that. No, I'm the king of leaving. Like, if I go to a place, like, if I walk into a pizzeria and I don't like how it looks, I'll walk right out, dude. If it doesn't look right. So, wait, uh, so let me tell you this story. So, uh, Craig Mish, right, who uh, yeah. does the Fantasy Sports Today show. I know Craig. Um, He's a good yeah. guy. He, uh... He mentioned this place called Suprema Pizza over here by the garden, right? One of the best that, that he recommended. So I went there, and it was good pizza. The second time I went there, though, uh, I was online. I ordered, and then you have to wait and t- to pay or whatever because there's people in front of you. There's a long line. And right. the people in back of me got their pizza before me. And I was like, excuse me, I ordered first before the people right after me and the people right, right. after them. Why am I waiting for the pizza? And they're like, oh, sorry. And I was like, no, 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 give me my, give me my, give me my money back. I, Actually, I'm not I wouldn't be here. angry at that. You know why I wouldn't be angry at that? Because I'd be holding a cold pizza. I want them to give me my pizza at the very end. 
No, no. This is you know this was in the oven though for a while, and I was like, I'm not going to burn my mouth on this pizza. It's going to be burnt because oh, it was in there before true. theirs. And I'm just like, you know what? Give me my money back. I, I don't even want to try it. So you know, I've got a theory. There's so many restaurants out there, and I'm happy to give my money to a place that I like. And I'll go. And yeah, I, me too. I'm the me most too. loyal guy in the world, dude. I go to the same places over and over again because they're nice and I like them. But if you screw me one time, you'll never see me again, ever. Did I ever tell? Oh my god. Yeah. There's a place, I'll say the name, I'm happy to say it because the guy sucks. It's called Pizza Deluxe down here in Fort Myers, right? So I go here and I ask for extra napkins, right? Because we like to dab the oil sure. off the pizza because, you know, yeah. it's really kind of gross. <laughs> and so the guy comes out and he, he says, no, you can't have those napkins. And he gives me those brown towels from the bathroom. No way. No way. I swear to God. Oh, I said, are you telling me you can't give me a napkin? He oh, goes, stop. no, they cost money. Wow. I swear to God. I go, I'm never coming back here again. That was it. Walked Good out. For you. Haven't come Good back for since. You. Yeah, you can't give me a freaking napkin. I'm Doctor Roto. Exactly. That you should have said that. <laughs> exactly. Not like you didn't even know who that was. But I'm like, but we had gone there a couple of times. But don't get cheap over a napkin, dude. Exactly. I'm with you. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Terrible. All right. Speaking of terrible, let me lead off with last night's Sunday night game. Let me ask you this question. They played that game about 30 times. Would the Packers have won any of those times? I don't think so. I'm telling you, the 49ers outplayed them every step of the way. Every step of the way. Rodgers looked gun-shy, as well he should, because every time he dropped back to pass, the 49ers were all over him. Garoppolo played decently. They ran the ball well, but they threw the ball even better. And I'm telling you, for fantasy purposes, have we not figured out that Green Bay is susceptible to tight ends? Kittle, 6 for 129 and a touchdown. This has been for the last three or four weeks. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think they get the Giants. Please, Evan Ingram, please come back. Please come back next week. Because I don't know whether Caden Smith can score two touchdowns. But if Red Ellison's back, I'm playing him. In DFS, the Packers cannot stop it. And I know that people love Emmanuel Sanders, and I do. But can I tell you for my money who the difference maker is in the 49ers? Debo Samuel. Oh, my God, he looks good. Between Sanders, Samuel, and Kittle, the 49ers took a weakness and made it a strength. This is a really good team. This is a really good team. They call great plays. They have a lot of enthusiasm. The Packers just didn't show up last night at all. Devontae Adams played well. That was it. The rest of the team did nothing crazy, but it's true. I'm telling you, 49ers are making a deep run this year. All right, we're going to break down all the games when we return on Full-Time Fantasy right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, we're back. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account free. Open your new account and claim free wager. A free wager. Easy there. Of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Please see the website for details. Okay. Let's start breaking down the games here. The early games were somewhat competitive and then not competitive and then somewhat surprising and then not surprising. Let's start with the Broncos and Bills. The Bills have this amazing knack of beating teams that they should. I think every football team should aspire to this. Beat the teams you should beat 
and try to play well against the teams you shouldn't. Maybe you get lucky once in a while. If you do that, you probably end up the season 9-7, and 10-6, and six, and you make the playoffs. Bills go beat the Broncos. Brandon Allen could throw the ball in the wind. Josh Allen could. He's got a rocket for an arm. Cole Beasley, I told you Cole Beasley was going to be good this week. You know I gave you that play. John Brown made a sensational catch. I didn't see that coming. Singletary, they actually gave him the ball, but everybody ran. Gore ran. Allen ran. Singletary ran. The Broncos turned into the old Broncos who couldn't stop the run. The Broncos have been very good against the run recently, not this game. As for the Broncos, there are pieces here. Philip Lindsay, good player. Cortland Sutton, good player. Tim Patrick, good player. Brandon Allen, not a good player. If Drew Locke can play, he will. Because they can't go with Brandon Allen anymore unless they just want to finish with a crappy record. Because the Bills absolutely outplayed them on every facet of the game. All right, Bears-Giants. So, by the way, I, I almost made a whole lot of money in this game. It was my fault. So I went on a, on a site, and Caden Smith was 1,200 to 1 and scoring a touchdown. And let's just say I put a few dollars on it. I just didn't put enough on it. Because if I put enough on it, I wouldn't be here right now. Because he scored that touchdown. I know, it was a risk. But I like the risk. And Caden Smith scored. But that was about the only thing that good happened for the Giants. Shermer is just the worst. And leave it to the Giants. Leave it to the Giants. To say that they have interest in Jason Garrett. Dallas wants to fire Jason Garrett, finally, for being a horrific coach. And the Giants want to lap him up like a a dog in water. Oh, Jason Garrett, let's get him. He must be good. If he was any good, he'd still be with Dallas. He's terrible. Everybody knows he's like the worst play caller in the history of mankind. Second only to Shermer, who cannot, for the life of him, figure out how to use Saquon Barkley. He's only the second best running back in football. And you, my friend, have no idea how to use him. None. Speaking of bad plays, David Montgomery, 13 carries for 22 yards. I am so sorry to anybody who drafted that bum. Now, I will say this. This was my mistake. I had no shares of David Montgomery. None. Zero. I didn't like him. I had no shares. But I did one draft very late. And I took him in the third round. Do you know why I took him? I said to myself, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's as good as everybody says he is. Let me get a share of him. How dumb was that? How dumb was that? I knew I didn't like him. There was a reason I didn't like him. I even just made a trade for him in my home league. How dumb was that? I thought he had a good schedule. Awful. And don't tell me that Mitch Trubisky played well. He played the Giants. Me, Sean, Cardano, and a couple other guys could go out there and throw for 300 yards against the Giants. Terrible Giants. Terrible. Bears play the Lions. Can't wait to watch that one on Thanksgiving. Oh, man. If that game was at the 4 o'clock game, I'd absolutely be sleeping. Have a little turkey. Watch that game. Snorefest. Guaranteed. All right. Buccaneers against the Falcons. 
This is why football is such a crazy game. I bet. By the way, I want to give all the credit in the world to my, our friend Steve Renner from Full-Time Fantasy DFS who called this correctly. He was the only person who called this correctly that I saw. Now, maybe other people did it. I didn't see it. Renner said it. I'm giving him the credit. He had Jameis Winston. He had Godwin. He had the Bucks, And he said they were going to win. He said do a little Ronald Jones stack too as well. The Bucks looked really good. They did. Now that's why football is so confusing because you would have thought that the Falcons would have won by 20 points. How good did they look last week against the Panthers? But what it is is that Jameis Winston is so inconsistent, but when he's good, he's really good. When he's pressured, he makes a lot of bonehead mistakes. But he's got Godwin. He's got Evans. We still don't know about the tight end situation because they didn't need the tight end. Brayton O.J. Howard had one catch between the two of them. Scotty Miller seems to get open, but they don't throw him the football. But, I mean, Godwin and Evans, as good a one-two punch as I've seen. Problem is, I want both of them to, to be successful in the game. We really haven't seen that. Kind of like the Browns yesterday, Beckham and Landry, both eight. But Godwin is sensational. If we had a draft right now, all over again, would Godwin be a first-round pick? I think he might go at 11 or 12. That's how good he's been. For the Falcons, I think there are issues here. I do. They're 3-8. and eight. Julio Jones is dealing with a, a, a shoulder injury. I just don't know. I'm telling you this. If I owned Julio Jones right now, I would be absolutely nervous. Absolutely nervous. I think that he is going to be shut down before season's end. Maybe he plays against the Saints. Maybe that shoulder gets injured. I don't know. Russell Gage is stepping up. Ridley's looking pretty good. I, I'm not saying that I have any insider information. I'm just saying it wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked if Julio gets shut down. The Falcons had their run. They had a couple really good games. Maybe it's over now. If they lose to the Saints on Thanksgiving and Julio comes out of that game worse for the wear, maybe he's done. Maybe he's done. It's possible. All right, speaking of done, is Mason Rudolph done? I think Mason Rudolph is done. I'll say this. Hodges is a better quarterback. Right, maybe he is in, in, in the future, but he is right now. And then let me throw something else out to you. I don't think if I'm Mike Tomlin, I want to start Rudolph next week against the Browns. Why do I need to do that? I'd much rather bring, put Hodges in there, lower the controversy, and let's see how that turns out. But, you know, people are, are cropping all over the Steelers. I'm not. They're 6-5. and five. Connor's been out a ton. Ben's been out pretty much all year. Juju's been injured. I mean, Deontay Johnson's a rookie. Can you tell me that can you tell me that this team's been healthy and they're six and five? Now, maybe it's because the Bengals stink and they get a couple of wins. Maybe it's because they've had an easy schedule. It's possible. But I know people are crapping all over Mike Tomlin. I'm not. Six and five with this with this mash unit. But now Mike Tomlin has to do the right thing and take Mason Rudolph out. 
He has not played well. You can't go and play Cincinnati that poorly where the Bengals almost won. James Washington made one really good play last yesterday. One really good play. For the Bengals, oh, it's over. Joe Burrow better like Cincinnati. Joe Burrow better love Cincinnati because that's where he's going. Because Finley, Dalton, it's, it's poo-poo. It's really bad. I mean, Joe Mixon, those look good. I've been impressed. I really have. I've been impressed. And Tyler Boyd, did we not, did we not on this show tell you to play Tyler Boyd? You know I did. Recency bias. Nobody wanted to touch Tyler Boyd. And Ty- Tyler Boyd had some catch. Did you see that one-handed catch where the guy at the Steelers was draped all over him? He played well. You played him in DFS. Maybe you want some money, right? Remember, one of our rules, just because a guy played badly last week doesn't mean that he's going to play badly this week. That actually absolutely happened in another game. It's called the Saints-Panthers game. How many of you even thought about playing Kyle Allen this week? I actually had a lineup. Allen, McCaffrey, Moore, Kamara. I did. I had a lineup with that. Cashed. It was very low owned. Let me throw that out there. That's my recency bias lineup. Nobody wanted to touch the Panthers. By the way, Panthers should have won that game. Joey Sly, awful. And by the way, at the end of that game, ask yourself this. If there was a better quarterback, would they have scored a touchdown there at the end of the game as opposed to settling for the field goal? McCaffrey, great, unreal. And DJ Moore played so well. Please get Curtis Samuel more involved. Please. And get Greg Olson more involved. I mean, Kyle Allen has his flaws. But the Saints played really good football. Saints are a really good team. Saints 49ers. I would love to see that game. That's a game I want to see. Winner of that game is going to the Super Bowl. Can the Saints blow it three years in a row? It's possible. It depends on where they play that game. All he does is throw it to Michael Thomas when he's in one-on-one coverage. And he throws it and he gives it to Alvin Kamara. And Lat Murray was in my Start Sit article. If you read it, hopefully you played him and it worked. All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, you know who played well? Baker Mayfield played well. Did you have him? We'll discuss when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. By the way, Sean, did I tell you the other thing that we do? That's a big night. You know, you, we were talking during break. When my wife and I go out, normally we're wearing like sweatshirts or baseball hats or something like that. Right. Like, you know, when the chef goes over to everybody in the restaurant? Yes. They'll never come over to our table. No kidding. What's Ever. Up, what's up with that? I'll be like, my wife is a doctor. I'm a radio host. All this stuff. Like we're, we're you know, we're, we just don't look the part, so people just don't come over. Crazy, right? <laughs> that is crazy. Right, but if we looked, you know how you're saying, like in, in South Beach, you know, you, if you if you look the part, you get better service. Right. And we always laugh about it. We're like, seriously, you know, if, if they only knew, but it's true. Exactly. All right, let's get to the Browns against the Dolphins. This was the week to own Baker Mayfield. This was the week to own Jarvis Landry. Everybody in the world had the revenge narrative. This was the week to own Beckham. This was the week to own Kareem Hunt. This was the week to own Nick Chubb. Browns look great. By the way, I also had Alan Hearns to score a touchdown. I wish I'd put more money on that one. I'd be your rich friend right now. Between Caden Smith and Alan Hearns, if I had just had enough money to put down on it, I'd be owning this radio station versus being on it. But the Browns, by the way, have the Steelers next week. That may be a problem. But the two games after that, Cincinnati and Arizona, no problem. Baker Mayfield, we've said it before. We've said it for weeks now. Baker Mayfield may win somebody a fantasy football championship. It is absolutely possible. 
he may get you to the title game. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's got a tough game week 16. Let me see. I think it's, yeah, Baltimore. That's an issue. But Baker may get you to the championship game. So here's what I would do. Take a look at week 16. If you own Baker Mayfield, take a look at week 16. Find a matchup and pair him with Baker. Boom. You got a shot. Because the Browns are firing on all cylinders and they're playing some crappy teams. I know the Steelers didn't score that many points, but that's because Mason Rudolph stinks. All right, James Washington and Devin Hodges hooked up. I, I think Beckham will, will beat the Cincinnati Bengals too. I think Landry will be fine too. Against Arizona, everybody does well, especially the tight end. So just mentioning that. Okay? We like Baker. Lions and Redskins. By the way, I don't know if you saw that Dwayne Haskins missed the last play of the game because he was taking a selfie with some person in the end zone. Guy was so happy that they won. Dwayne Haskins is terrible. I've never seen a guy miss more easy-to-make passes in my life. Darius Geis couldn't do anything. Terry McLaurin was eh. The defense played great. And the truth be told, Matthew Stafford was out. But ask yourself this question. If Matthew Stafford played, would they have not? Would the Lions not have won this game by 10? Easy peasy. Just that Jeff, Jeff Driscoll is not very good. Haskins is awful. Awful. I'm a Redskins fan. I am like thinking my next decade is going to be a nightmare. I, I'm literally switching allegiances. Because this team cannot win. Can't get out of its own way. McLaurin is legit, though. But they don't have a tight end. They don't have... Kelvin Harmon, maybe. Maybe looked like something. Trey Quinn disappeared. Paul Richardson, biggest waste of money in all of the NFL. Okay. Jets played the Raiders. Shocking, but not. So let me explain what I mean. The Raiders... Offense revolves around Josh Jacobs. He is the cog that needs to be working. When he is running well, Carr can go into play action and make plays downfield. When Jacobs is not, then Carr has got to drop back and it's totally different. The Jets are an exceptional run defense. They're not good in the secondary but it didn't matter because Carr was worse than the Jets. Whether it was the time difference, whether it was the weather, whether it was the Jets' pressure, who knows what it was, but Derek Carr didn't show up this week. I mean, he killed one of my teams. I'm going to lose because of Derek Carr. I mean, all he had to do was just keep him in the game. Now, let me say this to you. I'm going to say this, and you're going to listen, and we're going to make some money together. Please start your Raiders this weekend. I know this is antithetical to what you think. Oh, no, no, no. No, listen to me. Carr's going to throw for like three touchdowns next week, and you're going to wish you had him. Don't look at this week and, and, and decide that the Raiders stink now. They don't. Jets played very well. Sam Darnold played very well. We called that one. We called the Ryan Griffin touchdown. 
I didn't think Robbie Anderson was going to be as good as he was, but he was good. Le'Veon Bell is very good. But Sam Darnold played well. Jets defense played well. Raiders didn't show up. Jets have a shot now. I still don't like Adam Gase, but the schedule is getting easier. And that's what you have to do in the NFL. Take advantage of those easy games and win them. All right, Seahawks and Eagles. Do you know, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, out. Deshaun Jackson, out. They had Greg Ward, who, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, was a quarterback at the University of Houston, playing receiver. J.J. Arthiega-Whiteside, who looks overmatched. And how many times could they possibly throw the ball to Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard? Problem is, without Lane Johnson, the Eagles are not going to win. And the defense has been great. But the Seahawks are a tough team. Because the Seahawks are going to come in and they're going to run the football. And then they're going to throw it downfield. But Russell Wilson didn't even have to do that much. 200 yards. DK Metcalf dropped an easy one in the end zone. That was a touchdown, by the way. And Tyler Lockett didn't have to do anything. I mean, that's how crazy it was. Seahawks win this game. They didn't even need to do anything on offense. They played good defense, and the Eagles had nobody out there. They let Ertz get his, but the rest of the Eagles did nothing. Every time Dallas Goddard got the football, he got hit. Now, the crazy thing is that the Eagles can still win this division because the Cowboys are like giving it to them. The Cowboys are only one game up, and the Eagles have a much easier schedule. Much. I think the Eagles can make the playoffs. Now, all they need to do when they get there is to be healthy. Jeffrey, Deshaun, Lane, boom. Much better off. Different team. Nelson Aguilar, I hate Aguilar, but they could have used him. They certainly could have used him. All right, Jaguars and Titans. Say what you will about Ryan Tannehill. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. Tannehill played good football. 259 yards passing, two touchdowns, ran for 40 yards, and two touchdowns. Marcus Mary who? It just shows you that the Titans have always been a good team, and had they made this change earlier, they'd be a whole lot closer to the playoffs. If I'm the Titans, I'm absolutely bringing Tannehill back as my starter. He's not great, but he's good enough. He never got the credit that he should have had in Miami. Miami didn't suck because of Tannehill. Suck for a lot of other reasons. But Derrick Henry's a man. Woo! That guy's good. He is good. I am so impressed with him. And A.J. Brown made some plays. Rest of that team, done make plays. They need another playmaker. Corey Davis, what a big bust. I, I'm going to call him a bust. You know, you pick him like, what, seventh overall? That's a bust. Right? Humphreys, eh. Why do I have to pay that kind of money from Humphreys? For what, he's, for two for 20? Three for 20? Come on. Not worth the money. Brown has been worth the right price of admission. Now, let me say something to you. If you watch that A.J. Brown touchdown, let me tell you something. The Jaguars gave up on that play. Completely and utterly gave up on that play. Which makes me worried about the following. The Jaguars are blaming Nick Foles. It is not Nick Foles' fault. 
I think the defense has given up. I think they're done with Doug Marone. I think they're done. I do. Fournette played great. But I, I don't believe that it's a Foles problem. I believe that this is a defense problem. When you're letting the Titans score at will, at will, well, what do you expect? That's a lot of pressure on Foles. He has to be perfect because if he's not perfect, the other team's going to score a touchdown every time. My prediction is Doug Marone does not make it to Week 17. I think he gets canned. I, I really do. I, I think he is a problem. I think he's always been a problem. I I mean, Gardner Minshew is good, but who's going to take Nick Foles' contract at this point? You're kind of committed to him, aren't you? Like I said, I don't think he's the reason they lost. There are a lot of reasons they lost. I don't think he's the reason. All right, Patriots and Cowboys. Oh, man. I think if you... I do think the weather played a part in this game. That's fact one. Fact two, got to give the ball to Zeke more. Zeke's got to eat. And you got to figure out a way to get Amari Cooper involved in this game. I don't know what you need to do, but I know the Dallas coaching staff is not the ones to do it. Stephon Gilmore is one of the best cover guys in the league, if not the best. That's fact. And by the way, over the next two weeks, he gets to play DeAndre Hopkins, and he plays Tyree Kill the next two weeks. Ouch. Ouch. But that said, you got to find a way to get Amari Cooper open. And if you don't, you got to find a way to get Randall Cobb or Michael Gallup more involved. You, this was a winnable game for the Cowboys. I mean, wasn't everybody injured for the Patriots? And by the way, I know I did. I told you Nikhil Harry was going to be a presence in the, in the red zone. I told you that. So many things I tell you on this show, and most of them will come to fruition. Sony Michelle played well. Brady did nothing yet again. Edelman is his guy. Defense was great. James White was non-existent. I mean, he basically had three touches for minus one yards. I mean, if I had told you that before the game, you would have said, A, Dr. Order, you're nuts, and B, Dallas was going to win. But they figure it out because their defense is that good. Their defense really is that good. They held Zach Prescott. Zach Prescott looked terrible. Now Dallas has a tough little schedule here. Buffalo, the Bears, the Rams, Philadelphia, Washington. It's a little dicey. Are the Cowboys going to make the playoffs? I don't know. Jerry Jones may be onto something. If they don't make the playoffs, heads are rolling. Heads are rolling. By the way, the Patriots... They have the Texans, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, and Dolphins. Oh, those last three are easy. They have two tough games and three easy ones. So they're definitely winning 13 games. Right? 13 and 3. Be home. It's a big game tonight. Baltimore and the Rams. Big game tonight. Because the Ravens should absolutely want to be the number one seed. 
right? Because if I'm the if I give Bill, Bill Belichick too much time, he's gonna he's gonna beat me. He is. He's gonna beat me. All right, we're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we'll break down tonight's Monday night game. Who to play? Who not to play? We'll do it in full time fantasy resumes right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, we're back. Dr. Roto's here with you. Now remember, you're not benching Lamar Jackson, Big Phil. Don't do it. But I love me some Ravens tonight. Love Lamar Jackson. Now, are they due for a bad game? Possibly. But how bad is it going to be? Not that bad. 
I like Mark Ingram tonight. I don't love him. I like him. Just never know with Mark Ingram. Could be a Mark Ingram night. Maybe it isn't. I'm playing him in a couple leagues. I'm hoping it's not. That's selfish. I know. For your team, would I start him? Yes. Do I love him? No. Like him. Gus Edwards and Justice Hill are plays that, you know, you just hope to get lucky. I would play Marquise Brown for sure. I play Mark Andrews for sure, even though this is a tough matchup. Nick Boyle and Hayden Hurst, they'll get some action. I just don't know if you can trust them, but they'll touch the football for sure. I think the Rams are are a harder one. Jared Goff, I don't like at all, but he plays better at home. True, but I don't like how he's playing. Secondly, Todd Gurley. Got to play Todd Gurley, even though I don't feel great about it. Got to play Cooper Cup, but this is not a matchup with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters out there. Do I think there's going to be a big Cooper Cup night? No. I don't know where the points are coming from the Rams tonight, but I know the points will come. Maybe it's Bob Trees, otherwise known as Robert Woods. Maybe it's Brandon Cooks who's finally due back. He needs to make a play. I think Brandon Cooks is key to this game. Can he challenge the Ravens secondary? Because remember, the Rams don't have anybody running deep. If Cooks can do that, it may open up the middle for Everett and Woods and Cup. So they've been hamstrung without their guy, Brandon Cooks. Hopefully he makes a difference. Okay? But. Right now, it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Remember, guys from Wager Talk are coming up next. Keep it right here for them at 3 p.m. And, of course, if you need to win tonight's game, I wish you as much luck as possible. Remember, get your Ravens in your lineup. I would start Zerline. I'd start Justin Tucker. I think you might see a bunch of field goals tonight. I think that should be expected. All right, guys, we'll we'll turn to week 13 tomorrow. We'll break down the waiver wires, which players can make a difference. We'll do it right here. All right, guys, I'm Dr. Rose saying be well. Take care. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.